This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about structured settlements from experts across the U.S. Ringler Associates, celebrating 35 years of successfully helping injured people and their families. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Allstate, American General, Liberty Life, MetLife, New York Life, John Hancock, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Ringler Radio. I'm Larry Cohen, the head of Ringler Associates Northeast Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us today. Well, from your neighborhood streets to your schools and even your own home, your child's safety is always a top priority. So how can we protect our children and make sure they're living in a safe environment? Well, today on Ringler Radio, we have a guest who's both an attorney and a child advocate who's leading the charge in promoting child safety. But first, let me introduce our uh, two co-hosts for today, my two Ringler colleagues, Anne-Marie Von Bank from the Twin Cities in Minnesota and Mark Vogel from Grand Rapids out there in Michigan. I guess I'm calling you my Midwestern tandem out there today, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good morning, Larry. Hello, Larry. Well, uh, Mark and Anne-Marie, it's great to have you on the show today, and uh, we have a terrific guest. Our special guest is attorney Kenneth Levinson from the firm Joseph Lichtenstein and Levinson in Chicago, Illinois. Ken is, uh, I guess, first and foremost, a father. He's a passionate attorney and an expert in the child injury arena. And uh, he's a fellow who's dedicated his practice to child injury prevention while also helping people when the unthinkable happens to their children. Ken is also among a select group of trial attorneys who, interestingly, has graduated from legendary lawyer Jerry Spence's Trial Lawyers College. Well, Ken, before I welcome you to Ringler Radio, I just want to ask you, uh, have you started wearing some of those fringed leather jackets that Jerry wears? I have not. I think he's one of a kind in wearing those uh, jackets. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I Every time I see him, uh, he's got. it's like a trademark for him, and uh, I just wanted to know if he's going to pass it on to you, but I guess not. Maybe someday. Someday. Well, <laughs> welcome, Ken. It's uh, great to have you here, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, talking to you about this uh, very important subject. Well, thanks for having me, Larry. Ken, you tackle all types of cases, anywhere from product recall to bullying to texting while driving. Can you start us out and tell us a little bit about how you got interested in this arena? Sure, Anne-Marie. I've been a plaintiff's trial lawyer for about 20 years, helping all types of folks who've been seriously injured and even worse. And over time, I've gotten more and more interested in how to prevent uh, injuries to children. I have three children myself, three boys, and it's really uh, been a fascinating journey. You know, Ken, Anne-Marie and I interface all the time with attorneys across the country, and you struck us as just having kind of a different approach to things, really kind of holistic. You work on prevention before the injury, uh, advocacy after the injury, and, and going forward with the settlements, even even being mindful of protection for their future. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, Mark. Uh, oftentimes, I've noticed attorneys just care about one thing, a settlement, and that's well and good, and that's certainly important. But what I've tried to do is, one, prevent children from being injured in the first place. I've seen all types of uh, child injuries and, and uh, from our cases, uh, from experience in the, uh, our lives. We've seen a variety of situations that really 
frankly, could have been easily prevented. So we've done a, uh, our share to prevent injury by spreading the word on child safety and preventing child injury. In addition, uh, as you talk about the holistic approach, after a case is settled, there's a lot of things that need to happen with settlement funds, money uh, for a child after the case is technically dismissed and over. And that's really making sure that uh, future needs are met. Uh, so again, it's from the very beginning, before an injury happens, God forbid if one does, and making sure a child and, and frankly the parents also are pr- protected even after a settlement has been reached. You know, Ken, I think it would be great if you could give our audience uh, an example of something you've been working on to either prevent child injury or to promote child safety. Uh, give us something a little concrete that we can wrap our hands around. Sure. Well, first, our child safety blog, thesafestline.com, uh, we regularly post uh, safety tips from product recalls, uh, say unsafe toys, uh, dropside cribs. We helped uh, uh, in, our, in our way to get them banned, uh, crib bumpers. Uh, we post uh, videos, safety videos, swimming prevention or swim injury prevention, water safety videos. Uh, we've done some work in our own neighborhoods. I know my specific neighborhood was somewhat dangerous in that there was a playground at the end of the block and a cul-de-sac where cars would zip in and out. Um, there was no warning signs, so we did our best to uh, have our local municipality uh, put up some safety signs uh, for a playground, also indicating a dead end. So I think people can do a variety of things in concrete ways to keep kids safe and prevent injuries from occurring in the first place. You know, Ken, you, you talk about this blog, The Safest Line, that you've started um, dedicated to child safety. I know I am personally a fan of the book recommendations that you have on there. But how can you tell us how you get your ideas for that blog? Uh, sure, Anne-Marie. We get a lot of ideas from cases we've handled. Uh, we'll post uh, a feature from my desk, which will put uh, an example of a case we've handled. But I always do our best to mention how that type of situation, whether it's a dog bite or daycare injury or uh, traffic collision, how it can be prevented in the first place. So our own cases give us ideas. Uh, the media uh, news folks have contacted us with different story ideas that we'll put on the blog. Uh, and some of our followers will email me and or contact us and, and say, look, here's an issue that uh, parents need to be aware of. And it's uh, been a terrific journey where a variety of different sources have provided useful information for us to put on the blog. You know, Ken, a lot of our listeners are probably coming from the, the litigation and claims arena, but they're going to be parents as well. Do you have any tips that you could offer them, particularly like new parents, about where to even go about educating themselves and their children on on this whole subject of child safety? Sure, Mark. Uh, As a new parent, it's certainly scary and can be overwhelming. And uh, I want parents to be reassured that uh, uh, just being aware of our surroundings, uh, looking at uh, what's happening out there uh, can be all the difference in making sure our children are safe. Uh, on our blog, we just put different tips, and, and a lot of the tips are sort of common sense and also uh, uh, just being aware of the potential dangers. It, it doesn't have to be a scary or, or uh, a frightening situation. Just I think the key tip is for parents to be aware of what can happen and, and, and take 
reasonable steps to prevent uh, what tragically can occur. Uh, often we hear from parents that they had no idea a certain thing could happen. And just being having some awareness is a key, in my opinion. Is there anything special on your website that you would point people to that would help these new parents, or even older parents, I guess? Sure, sure. I think uh, my uh, website has a variety of topics, all the way from uh, keeping our homes safe to baby-proofing our homes to keeping our kids safe in the streets, uh, keeping aware we have a product recall widget. It'll uh, indicate what... uh, Child products have been recently recalled or there's a danger anywhere from toys to cribs to uh, even things that you might not be aware of, like blinds, can be a choking hazard to uh, toddlers and small children. So I welcome our, our your listeners to visit the Safest Line Child Safety blog and, and really uh, delve into different topic areas that could be appropriate to their families. You know, Ken, unfortunately, uh, there have been too many stories in the news uh, recently uh, about the abuse and neglect of children, uh, not, to, not to speak of the, uh, the simple uh, fact of children getting injured uh, in various uh, situations. Uh, and these stories come up every day, and it's, uh, it's, it's really a tragic thing. But there was a recent one about a, a child who died at a daycare center in Wisconsin uh, that I think you uh, know something about. Can you tell us about it? Sure, Larry. There was uh, just a horrible, tragic death of a of, of a small child at an unlicensed daycare center in Wisconsin. Um, oftentimes, parents uh, uh, unfortunately place their the trust of their children in daycares that really don't deserve that trust. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, unfortunately, because of this, uh, a, a child died. Uh, we highly recommend that parents are careful in the selection of a daycare. Some of the tips we recommend are are getting good, strong referrals uh, from daycare uh, of daycares of people they trust, making sure the daycare is licensed uh, by the state where there can be regulations and reporting of incidents, making sure the uh, child to adult ratios are are reasonable, and there's each state will have specific guidelines but making sure their Department of Children and Family Service guidelines and ratios are, are kept uh, uh, in place. Uh, making sure the staff is trained properly is, is key. And ask questions. Ask questions, for instance, you know, does the daycare have a plan if a child is injured or there's an incident? Uh, for instance, a nut allergy reaction. What's the plan? Mm-hmm. And don't let a, a daycare facility get away with, well, we'll, we'll deal with that down the road. Make sure they have a specific, concrete plan. And really, most importantly, go with your gut. A parent should go with their feeling uh, of the daycare to make sure their children are placed in in a safe environment. Well, those are all good ideas and all good suggestions. You know, a lot of people, I just find that a lot of people have an expectation that uh, these daycare centers, for example, have been checked out by the proper authorities and they're all registered and licensed. And they just go in with with an assumption that that's the case. And uh, as we well know... Without the kinds of suggestions you've just made, uh, tragedy can ensue. That's true. That's true. I, I can't even imagine, Ken, you know, what a family like that would be going through that suffered the loss of a child or, or any family that's had a serious injury involving one of their kids. Where, where do you even begin to, to help a family like that get their lives back you know, to normal? That's a great question, Mark. It's, it's some of the most emotional uh, situations and cases we deal with are with 
uh, injured children. Um, a parent's main responsibility, their sole responsibility, is to make sure their children's uh, health and, and they get back on track and, and get all the medical attention they need. Uh, what we try to do is, is handle all the legal paperwork, red tape, dealing with medical bills, insurance companies, and the legal roadblocks and delays so the parents uh, don't have to worry uh, about all these aspects of the situation. They can focus solely on getting their child uh, back up and healthy. You know, Ken, as a parent myself, I know these are extremely heart-wrenching and difficult cases when um, a parent's worst nightmare happens um, and their child is injured. What, you know, I know you you mentioned helping them with all the red tape of um, dealing with medical facilities, et cetera, but what's been your experience in helping to reassure parents um, in the case that they uh, are are involved in a lawsuit? Well, uh, that's a great point, Anne-Marie. Almost every time we deal with a child injury case, this is the first instance a parent is going through this process. So the first thing we try to do is reassure the parents of uh, what's going to happen, sort of give them a roadmap based on our experience of what the process will be. Because the fear of the unknown and the scary aspect of of not uh, realizing what's going to happen in the future is really just more anxiety-ridden than it has to be. So if a parent hires an experienced child injury lawyer who's been through this process, been through these cases a number of times, they can really reassure uh, the parents and the child uh, as to what's going to occur uh, down the road and make sure that uh, everything can be done properly. Well, you know, when a child is injured, uh, Ken, and uh, you either go through this lawsuit experience or, or just try to resolve this problem for this individual child, it's important to ensure that the future needs of the child are met, whether they be medical needs or financial needs going forward. Uh, and ultimately, there, there are settlements typically that take place in these cases. Uh, I think very few of these go to jury verdict. What would you say are the kinds of settlements that have worked well in your experience uh, as you've tried to uh, get some relief for some of these uh, young people? Well, Larry, the the most important thing when uh, contemplating a settlement is, one, to make sure uh, the lawyer takes into account all the factors, uh, both currently and in the future. Uh, A good lawyer, a good child injury lawyer, will make sure that uh, all the future medical needs, such as future surgeries, maybe educational needs, uh, or, or even other things are taken into account uh, to make sure, for instance, uh, an orthopedic surgeon will take into account uh, whether a future surgery is likely to occur. If so, enough of the settlement proceeds need to be taken into account and earmarked for that future surgery so that years after a settlement's already done and can't be reworked, the money uh, and the funds are there to make sure that uh, that surgery can be paid for. Well, I would I would assume, uh, Ken, that uh, t- to solve some of these issues you're talking about and to help uh, assure some of that, uh, those dollars being there in the long haul, you've, you've utilized structured settlements. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's a key tool in in these cases, oftentimes, especially younger children, where the money is going to be used, you know, a decade or 15 years from now to make sure that the money is protected mm-hmm. uh, with a good structured settlement company and also to make sure, uh, for instance, that 
the money gets the proper growth, that it's available, it's taken care of. And I know the folks at Ringler do a fantastic job of making sure these needs uh, well into the future are taken care of. That was an unsolicited plug, but I th- <laughs> thank you for it, Ken. That was great. Well, you know, you know, before we get on too, too much further uh, on this topic, I think it's uh, good to take a, a short break right now. Let's do that. Let some of our sponsors have a chance to speak up for a second. But uh, we'll be right back in a minute with more with Ken Levinson and the very important topic of child safety. We'll be right back. Ringler Radio is celebrating its sixth year right here on the Legal Talk Network, produced by broadcast professionals. This is Ringler Radio from Ringler Associates, quite simply, the undisputed leader in structured settlements for 35 years. With over 60 offices nationwide, there's a Ringler consultant near you. Go to our website at ringlerassociates.com and find the local consultant in your area. Ringler Associates, the only broker you need. Listen to all the Ringler Radio shows. Just go to ringlerassociates.com or legaltalknetwork.com and click on Ringler Radio and choose a topic. Think you might like to have us create your own podcast on legaltalknetwork.com? Go to the website and send us an email. Or just give us a call at 781-551-9960. It's the best move you'll make in legal marketing. Someone's at the door. Don't answer it. Why not? I'm listening to Legal Talk Network podcasts to get my CLE credit in West Legal Ed Center. Oh, I need to do that too. Where do I find them? It's easy. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and pick a program for CLE, click on it, and start listening. Or go to WestLegalEdCenter.com and choose from any of the Legal Talk Network programs available for CLE. Perfect. I'll do that right now. Now back to Ringler Radio. Brought to you by Ringler Associates, always caring about the people involved in a structured settlement. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. Glad you could join us. Uh, I'm Larry Cohen, your host, and my co-host today are Anne-Marie Von Bank from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Mark Vogel from Grand Rapids, Michigan, both great Ringler Associates out there in the Midwest. And, of course, we've been joined by our special guest, Attorney Ken Levinson from the firm of Joseph Lichtenstein and Levinson in Chicago, Illinois. Well, Ken, you're an attorney, obviously, but uh, that's your profession. Uh, First and foremost, you're a father, and on your blog, uh, you often post your children's artwork even. How has your role as a father impacted your work and uh, motivated you to become a a child advocate? Well, Larry, being a a father of three young boys is a constant reminder of my motivation, and it really creates uh, a continued motivation for me to really help our clients, help children, and help prevent child injuries in the first place. One of the reasons I put uh, pictures of my kids, aside from the fact that they love being on the website, they get to tell their friends, look, I'm on the web, look at my pictures on the web, it (laughs) it reminds parents that uh, the site is not a scary gloom and doom uh, message and and, uh, really a frightening site. It's it's fun, and preventing child injuries doesn't have to be all gloom and doom. No question. Ken, how old are your children? How old are your boys? They are 11, 9, and 6. So you've brought them up uh, through the, the formative years and now into this, uh, what I would call the uh, preteen, preteen, I guess, uh, stage. 
They're going to be moving now into the teen years as you go forward with automobiles and driving and uh, all the issues that come up in, in sports. Uh, is that going to change a little bit, your focus on uh, where, you're, where you're headed with some of your, uh, your specialty about trying to pre- prevent uh, injuries to kids? Yeah, I'm hoping it'll expand our focus. And, and what we see in our daily lives really affects uh, how we perceive what I do day-to-day in, in the law practice. Uh, I know we've had incidents with uh, some texting and driving and, and bus safety mm. that we put on the blog at one of the events I took my oldest son to as a chaperone to a Cub game where our school bus driver was texting while driving. <laughs> and we profiled a, a real safe mom who caught it and, and demanded the bus driver stop. So I, I suspect once my boys start driving themselves, we'll post more and more uh, safety tips on, on keeping young drivers safe, to making sure that they are safe on the roads for all of us. Exactly. I just hope the bus driver w- didn't know any congressman he was uh, trying to get a hold of. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why the bus driver was uh, texting and distracted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ken, I bet you you almost become you know kind of partners with some of the families that have gone through a, you know a child injury, um, and particularly since you're there in Chicagoland with the the way that cases seem to take a little bit longer in Cook County, you probably you know have to kind of almost hold people's hands to walk them through this whole process on the legal side of things. But there's probably more that that you can offer and do with folks just to give them support outside of just your legal skills. Um, I know that for me personally, my son was knocked unconscious in a soccer game and, and had a very severe concussion, and we were a little bit concerned that he may have potentially even suffered some sort of a mild brain injury. Do you, do you get involved in recommending anything like support groups or anything like that for your clients? Absolutely, Mark. There's some terrific uh, TBI, traumatic brain injury nonprofits and other organizations that do a terrific job with support for families and uh, preventing uh, injuries, not only for initially, but also to make sure children don't have a second uh, traumatic brain injury to make sure that they, the warning signs are there to, to make sure that uh, they're safe in the future. And depending on the specific type of injuries, we work with a variety of different uh, medical groups, nonprofit organizations to guide the parents and the child through the process. And whatever needs they need, they have. We make sure they're met. No question. You know, I find that the association, American Association of People with Disabilities, also is a, a terrific resource for uh, for parents who have uh, children who have either become disabled or uh, through through some kind of an injury situation or accident. Uh, they've been very supportive too, and so uh, there are a lot of groups out there. Ken, you're right that uh, can be reached. And today, I think with the internet and uh, the ability to Google these concepts and go to your blog, for example, I think people have a lot more access to uh, the resources that they need. That's absolutely true. We've developed some terrific relationships with nonprofit groups to educate parents and also to advocate for other safe uh, uh, products and and making sure that uh, things like dropside cribs are banned. And we work with some of these groups in in their fundraising and their advocacy to educate and inform folks of, of what's out there. Ken, it's so refreshing um, to see your approach here, and I know I myself have recommended your um, website, your blog, to um, you know parents that are friends of mine um, as a one-stop shop to look for 
um, different things like product recalls and that kind of thing. So we ourselves can be proactive um, in promoting child safety um, and preventing injury to children. Is there is there anything else that we haven't talked about today that um, you'd like to mention? Amory, it can certainly be overwhelming for parents. And like you said, we try to be a one-stop shop to uh, guide parents through uh, this maze of all that's out there to make sure, making sure their children are safe. And the key, I think, is all is really being aware uh, and informed of the, our surroundings. And uh, I appreciate you recommending the blog. Thank you so much. Well, that's that's terrific. You know, we all we all are going to recommend that blog. But if our listeners want to reach that blog and they want to learn more about you, how do they reach you and how do they really get a hold of that blog? It's called the Safest line.com mm-hmm. and they can uh, contact me personally through uh, email at ken at the safest line.com terrific and uh, Anne-Marie uh, how would people get a hold of you um, they can find me on our website mm-hmm. uh, ringlerassociates.com um, and email is avonbank at ringlerassociates.com and Mark I assume also on uh, the website but any other specific way to contact you Oh, I'm also on the website, Larry. Uh, email address is mvogel at Ringler Associates, but uh, all of our contact information appears there, Well, that's, and uh, not a problem at all. That's great. I just want to alert our, our listeners that we have a snazzy new website at Ringler Associates, and uh, I encourage you to go to it, ringlerassociates.com. Uh, in fact, I think, Anne-Marie, you had a lot to do with that, so we want to thank you for that. It's a terrific new uh, website that we've got. And uh, I'd like to thank you, Ken, for... Uh, for joining us today. And uh, if anyone wants to reach any Ringler Associate, go to the website. And if they want to hear this show, uh, go to ringlerassociates.com, Ringler Radio, or the legaltalknetwork.com, where you can also download these shows. You can actually download them to your iPod and uh, walk around uh, with the little earbuds in your ears, hopefully uh, keeping a good eye on your child so he doesn't get hurt at the same time. So with that, I'd say uh, thank you, Ken. Thank you, Anne-Marie and Mark. Great show. Now, the rest of you out there, go on and have a great day. Bye-bye. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio in its sixth year on Legal Talk Network with over a half a million listeners. Ringler Associates, where experience counts. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to all parties involved in physical injury claims. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Allstate, American General, Liberty Life, MetLife, New York Life, John Hancock, and Prudential.